Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Sometimes the world looks like you ain't ever seen it before. Stuck behind never-ending windows. All you need is a door. Searching for something to put a smile back on your face. Just remember in unusual times it can come from an unusual place. You need a partner for the ride. Cause everybody needs a climb. So set your worries to the side. Just ask. Say the word and I'll be there. Just ask. You know the greatest Shit 90 Shows Taught Me was not filmed before a live studio audience. Welcome back to Shit 90 Shows Taught Me. I'm Jess Sterling here with my co-host, Sarah Ferguson. Sarah, how are you? Um, Brown hair, Jeffrey Dahmer glasses, (laughs) pale, pasty skin. I'm good. (laughs) Lovely. Uh can't even i can't even finish yeah Yeah. uh that is exactly that is me that is me to a t um we're covering felicity uh the episode season one episode 12 friends and sarah i have to say this is maybe one of my favorite episodes of the season so far you think i think that i needed more uh fuck i don't even remember his name that's why i need him who's like no 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 No, no, no. The boss of Dean and DeLuca. Oh, Javier. Oh, Javier. Yeah. Where's Javier at? I mean, I don't know. Felicity wasn't working today. She is too busy. I guess that's not one of her friends. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, no, the reason the reason I really like this episode, beyond ob- the obvious of all the drama and whatnot, is like we are getting exactly what I said I wanted, Sarah. Like literally mm-hmm. last episode, we did our episode, we did our character rankings, right? Yeah. And first of all, I would like to uh, retroactively add Blair so I could put him all the way at the bottom. Well, and Javier because <laughs> we forgot Javier. We did forget Javier. Whoops. Um, and we which actually, he obviously like is very, very, very close to the top for me because he's sure. Incredible. Yeah. Um, but we're getting exactly what I said I wanted, where I said, like, I love Elena. I want to know more about her. Like, I, I feel like we're, we have a good grip on who, who Felicity is, right? Like who a lot of these characters are, but Elena was someone who I was like, I want more of Elena. And this episode delivered on that in a really great way. I feel like not only do we understand Elena a lot better, 
but like she got some really heavy emotional moments too yeah um this actress is really gripping i really like her um like when the episode focuses on her because the times that it has it's really worked for me and this was a really interesting episode because it kind of um uh zigged when i thought it was going to zag essentially and i really like the fact that um at the end of the day like elena says this line it's like well if you can't rely on your friends like who can you rely on and i think that it's important for elena and felicity to realize that like they are each other's true friends like as much as i think her name is tara mm -hmm. yes yeah as much as like tara is like her girl from home like she's not a true friend to Elena, nor is Blair. And I think that it was really nice for Elena to realize that like Felicity really does have her back and Elena will be there for Felicity as well. And I think that it's just like really good for these two to have like a solidified friendship. Yeah. Especially because it was, it was fascinating to me that like, I, I didn't expect that Elena was going to know the person that Blair was making out with, you know, like I thought it yeah. was just going to be some rando, but the fact that it was Elena's like best friend and that she's been kind of forming a friendship with Felicity, but obviously there's nothing like a really deep, long friendship of person who knows you better than you know yourself. You know what I mean? Like you can really feel that in the scenes with Tara and Elena and so to have that betrayal is like even more heartbreaking and to have to have Felicity be the one to like explain what's going on, which we'll talk about if we think Felicity handled this the right way. I think there are times where I definitely wouldn't have necessarily done what she did. Um, but not only that, we had some really other, I thought really good comedic moments in this episode. Um, so I'm really excited to, to dive into this one because there's also a, a very special guest on this episode. Uh, not the podcast, the episode that I was like, oh, I know you, which I think is going to happen a lot in Felicity. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know who you're talking about, but. Oh, um, well, I mean, he's in the very first scene. <clears throat> oh, what? The, the, the guy that has like all these. Uh, the study. He's very, uh, yeah. What is it? It's like he peed in that corner of the library and it is now his territory. He marched the area. <laughs> yeah. no, like, okay. So like this guy, I don't know we saw him in the finally episode but he is in the library he studies he has a particular corner and he has like uses descriptive words to remember things yeah it seems like he has i don't know if he has like an eidetic memory or anything but he certainly like he doesn't know people's names and so he always knows like oh he calls he calls felicity miss lavender sweater army pants big hair <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah i mean i it's guess that describes true. her perfectly now yeah. who do you who do, who how do you recognize this guy so donald logue is the uh the name of the actor and i recognized him from grounded for life uh which was an mm -hmm. old sitcom that i believe was like i don't know if it was on abc family but i remember watching it a lot like in like high school after school or something like that is when i would see it um, so that he was like the father. He was like an Irish oh. Catholic father of like a bunch of kids. They're all redheads. <gasps> Did you say oh wait, no, never mind. I <laughs> I don't know. I am watching Veronica Mars right now. And like for whatever reason, like I kind of like switched in my head for a second. In Felicity in um Veronica Mars, there's like an Irish gang. 
and here oh. we kind of see like a Russian mob. So I kind of got like confused in a second because I was yeah. just like, did you say Irish? But anyway, yeah. all right. So uh, he's from Counter for Life. Yeah. Yeah. So he shows up and he, I mean, let's be real. He looks like he's like 35. So I I don't think he necessarily for me is passing as a college student here, but <laughs> yeah. you know, whatever. Hey, okay. <laughs> you know what? People at any age can go to college. This so is Felicity is trying to find a book in the library, not a sex mm-hmm. book, maybe a sex book. Who knows? No, she didn't shout about it. So I don't think it was a sex book. Yeah. And she um, gets pointed in the direction of two people making out in that guy's spot and lo and behold it is blair alina's boyfriend aka tin man with a mystery woman and felicity is shook because she's like is that blair it is blair she recognizes him yeah and the thing is is obviously you know because she she'll say later that eyewitness accounts aren't always correct but we we are seeing this we have the ability to rewind and play and rewind and play a bunch of times and this is no accidental kiss this is a full-on it's not like make out make out but like a prolonged kiss where you smile after you're looking deeply into someone's eyes and this guy has a very hmm a very specific head shape Blair? Yes. I mean, he's bald, so I feel like his head shape is more obvious anyway, right? So I don't want to be tricked in being told that I'm just like mixing up guys. This is Blair. well, yeah. Where this is not like a and Blair tries to do that later, where he's like, "Oh, all us black guys look the same." To that Felicity. was wild. That hurt me. I felt <laughs> like the cringe deep inside my white bones because like. <laughs> I mean, like, obviously, like, that is, like, something that, like, he could use to be, like, you're, like, racist or, like, you are just seeing shit. You think we all look the same. But, like, to use that line was just, like, so, I mean, Blair is the king of gaslighting gatekeeping and girl bossing in this episode oh, oh he's the worst yeah but yeah. Felicity so Felicity is like we get her voice over to to Sally where she's talking about how she kind of ends up in the middle of people's lives accidentally and we find out that Megan sleeps naked which I don't think is surprising at all no I mean free the hoo-ha right yeah you, you talk I about mean, you're that. supposed to yeah you're supposed to free the hoo-ha yeah air it out it's all yeah it's all not? good yeah so good for Megan maybe not what you're supposed to do at I honestly have no idea how in my college years I slept like in full pajamas because I mean girl <laughs> I can listen in the winter. I love a pajama set. Like it makes me feel elevated when I have a matching pajama set. Like you just feel a little more put together, which is kind of silly. I would rather more blanket and less clothes. That's very fair because blankets are very soft and cozy. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so she's talking about how like she ends up in the middle of people's lives, and then we're at Dean and Deluca, and. I don't understand why Felicity and Noel have these like very important conversations while she's working. <laughs> when else are they going to do it? This is why Javier hired her. <laughs> uh, it's not like Felicity has to analyze data, right? Like she's no, but he's standing at the coffee. front of the line. Doesn't like someone else need to order? No, because Felicity has one customer 
and it's Noel. That's it. How much? Co- how much has Noel's coffee intake increased mm. since? This is like when I worked in New York City, and I calculated how much I spent on coffee, specifically non-food coffee, specifically in a month, and it was like a hundred and nine dollars yeah. plus oh. a month on coffee in New York City. I mean, it has exponentially increased by an alarming percentage. Yeah, definitely. And I feel like I feel like it's not going to help with Noel's anxious energy. <laughs> no, he has huge anxious energy. Yeah. Huge. And 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 I also think it doesn't help that Felicity starts this line of questioning with what if one of your friends saw me kissing another guy? Man, you need to start off with this did not happen exclamation point bold italicized like you need to start the conversation with that because with noel immediately he's gonna be like oh my god you kissed ben oh my god you kissed ben mm-hmm. yeah yeah i mean uh but also it's like she is not with ben for the billionth time noel get it through your thick little skull yeah and but it doesn't take Noel long to be like okay can you please just like tell me exactly what's going on because this isn't working like i don't know what you're talking about and so she says i saw blair kissing some girl in the stacks it wasn't a goodbye kit and like noel's like oh well one time i accidentally kissed my mom on the lips like it was really awkward we were both going for like the goodbye kiss and felicity is like i don't know i don't think like that's what it was and noel's advice because Felicity says, I'd want to know. Like, if it were me, I'd want to know if I were Elena. But Noel's advice is, I don't think you should get in the middle of this. Like, it's probably going to get really ugly. You should stay out of it. What do you think of Noel's advice here? Should Felicity stay out of it completely? Um, I'm kind of of two mixed minds. I think that, I like, generally... No, you should not stay out of it if your close friend, like, if you see that your close friend's boyfriend um, is cheating, then yes, of course, you should tell your close friend. However, Felicity's delivery is not always very elegant. Like, the, so, uh, but no, like, my, my answer is like, yeah, like, Felicity needs to tell her. Now, I think that, like, now it bodes the question of, like, what would you do versus what, like, I would do. Yeah. I think my first move would – I guess – okay. Let me say it kind of depends on am I close to Blair. In Felicity's situation, she doesn't really know Blair. She's, like, really good friends with Elena, but she's not super good friends with Blair. But I think my first move would actually be to go to Blair and say – I saw what you did. You need to tell Elena or I will. I feel like that's maybe my first move because it's not great. Like there's no, there's no like perfect answer to this. I don't think, but I feel like that's probably what I would do. If not that, then I think I might try to get proof before I talk to Elena. No. Cause like, this is really rocky to like tell your friend something about her boyfriend and hope that she's going to trust okay. you and believe you. Ugh, okay. How about, I think that you don't, I don't, like, let's not play games here. Like, I think that you need to go, like, right to the person and be like, Mm -hmm. look, like, this is really, really hard to say. And I am, like, trusting what I saw. And, like, please know that I'm not coming with this with any bad intent at all. Just trying to be your good friend. But I'm pretty sure I saw Blair in the library kissing somebody. 
and mm-hmm. I'm so sorry. Um, like, I think you have to just straight off go right to the person and just tell them. Now, um, let's like reverse this. Like, would you want to be told? Absolutely. I would want to know. Yes. Yeah. A thousand percent. Yes. There's no world in that, that I don't want to know this because I feel like I would be, I think it'd be better for me to find out through a friend and have time to process it a little mm-hmm. bit, I think. And I also, I don't want to look like a schmuck, you know, like yeah. I don't want my partner to be going around, uh, kissing other people, me not knowing about it and looking like a fool, you know, yeah. like I have a big ego that would hurt. That would really yeah. hurt. Yeah. So like my first like instinct is like I don't want to know but like you have to you have to know like you have, you have to. to know the it's always better to have the information yeah yeah like I love just living in a world where like everything's like okay but like you have mm-hmm. to know no matter how much it hurts and I think that like I do think that Noel's kind of in the wrong here by telling Felicity like you know stay out of it because yeah. because it's it's Felicity's friends you know like she has yeah. to know yeah, exactly. If it was a stranger, maybe that's like a different story. But because you don't know their arrangement, right? You know Elena. You know her arrangement. You know this isn't like an open relationship. So you definitely should tell her. And Felicity's problem is she's trying to figure out how. She's like, I can't just start with a guess what or I have a funny story. It's like no. she doesn't know how to start this conversation. And because she's so in her head about it, Elena notices that she's like being quiet. So she asks like, what you know what's going on and right as she's about to tell elena like right as she's about to tell the story of what she saw in walks tara who is the girl that uh blair was kissing and felicity is like so stunned when she finds out that tara has transferred apparently one semester into college she transferred colleges uh and she's elena's like bff from back home yeah okay so now this is where things get complicated because now you're like okay Okay, like that, like now it starts getting messy because now there's yeah. like two involved parties that you know, and you don't know. It, it does get complicated, but like, ugh, like I still think that she has to say something, yeah. and um, but I also think that. Like Felicity has nothing to gain by lying about the situation. But also, I feel like Elena is going to trust in Tara, her old friend, exactly. more than Felicity. But, like, what does Felicity literally have to gain about lying about Blair and Tara? Nothing. So, like, Elena as the friend have to be like, why would you lie about this? I have to, like, believe you in a sense. Yeah. I think the biggest concern slash problem in this situation is that if Tara is going to lie to Elena and say, Felicity is lying, believe me, I'm your oldest friend. She's jealous of our friendship and she doesn't like me. Like, I think she could say anything and probably get away with it. So that is where I think you have to prioritize like, okay, is it more important that I tell the truth to Elena or that I retain our friendship? Because there's a strong possibility that if she doesn't believe me, that's it for our friendship. But I think like, listen, the truth tends to come out over time anyway. So like, I think you have to do it. I think no matter what, I think you, you have to risk it because you, I think it's still the right thing to do to tell Elena, even if you're jeopardizing your friendship. 
yeah, I totally, I totally agree with you. And I'm like, it, it sucks. Like, it is like a shitty position to be in. Like, you don't want to be the one that's breaking the bad news to your friend. That really sucks. Um, but uh, once again, it's like, ugh, if you can't trust your friends, like, who can you trust? You have to like rely on your network of people that you have built up. Yeah. Um, we have to discuss the Julie storyline because I find this really exciting and fascinating. I really do think that this is a good episode and like maybe this might be a hot take, but maybe the Felicity Elena storyline is like the the least the worst part of it. The worst of it. Worst of the best though. Like yeah. is, exactly. It's yeah. like an embarrassment of riches. So Julie has hired Veronica Mars herself to be <laughs> a um she, she says an investigator guy that she found on the internet, which yeah. immediately gave me red flags when that's how she no, described him. I'm no, not no, gonna, no, 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 I know, but I was like, what if this person isn't actually her mom? Like I thought that could have been a strong possibility as to what was going on. Mm, I think I was hopeful. So she hires a private investigator to find her birth mother because as we know, she came to New York partially to find her birth mother who she I forget how she knows that her birth mother was in New York, but uh, I honestly she, she do not knows, remember. Yeah. I think she saw some forms that she wasn't supposed to see or something like that. Maybe I'm not sure, but yeah, so she, that's why she's even in New York. And so she said she hired this guy and in four days he found her mom and she's telling this all to Ben. Um, and I think, and she, we find out that I love, I love this because of how, but you're going to hate this, Sarah, mm. that she works for an architectural firm. She's an architect. Oh, my God. I know. So, like, I shit on architects all Every the New time. Yorker is an architect. In, in okay. For the billionth time, do not, children, do not get into architecture. They are unhappy. They are overworked. They are underpaid. Mm -hmm. There is no such thing as a successful architect unless you own the architecture firm. That's the yeah. only way you motherfuckers make fun money. That's the yeah. only way. Now, Julia's mom is apparently the owner of this architecture firm. So I believe her that she makes bank. But yes. I just think it's so funny that like every, like especially in the 90s, like everybody's an architect. Like mm -hmm. every, it's like such a prestigious job. Um, they're a bunch of douches. Uh, but anyway, but I, yeah, worked, so I worked at an architecture firm for like a, <laughs> a month uh, and I uh, will never do it again. Yeah. Uh, she's 36. And so that by Julie's math, that means she was probably like 18 in college when she gave her up for adoption. And Ben, this is where I got a red flag, which turns out to not really matter, at least to, to our knowledge yet, um, where Ben says, oh, well, what proof do you have that this is her? And Julie says, I guess he just found my original birth certificate or something. I don't know. I don't care. And I'm like, you probably should know, like, how it is that he's like, yes, this is your mom. Um, no. If anybody... <laughs> That's why any if anybody can just get the information that private investigators get, then they wouldn't have jobs, right? Like they are a specialist, of course. Well, it's like at least how do you know this? Because like I feel like you'd want to like how do I know he's not just picking some random brunette who lives in New York City? You know, like it's I want the proof that this is actually my parent before I go and confront them, which is exactly what Julie plans on doing. She's just gonna like show up, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, but she's excited and Ben seems very hesitant. And I think I appreciated Ben's response. It feels very level. Like, it doesn't feel like he's trying to, like, you know, 
rain on her parade, but more like level set her expectations because I don't think Julie is fully prepared for like the emotional toll that this is going to take. And I think Ben is kind of aware that like, this is going to be difficult for her. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. And I think that once again, like Ben is trying to be like a supportive boyfriend. Um, mm -hmm. eventually I think that he does a really good job in doing that. Um, and I, I, I just think like he's trying to, um, lower her expectations because he's afraid that she's going to get let down. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then we have one of my favorite storylines from this episode. Um, I said last episode or maybe the episode before that all I wanted in this world was the one sided rivalry between Richard and Noel to continue and bless here we are. Um, I, I really love the one sided rivalries involving Noel in general, right? I love that Richard hates Noel and I love that Noel hates Ben and that there's, it doesn't, it's not ever really reciprocated. Um, but Richard is pissed off because he cannot get his almond joy out of the vending machine it's not working. He's shaking the machine and he's pissed off because Noel was supposed to get a new machine like a month ago and he ended up getting refurbished ones and they're not working correctly. And Richard is infuriated by that. <laughs> yeah. Do you think buying things that are refurbished are a scam? Because I've had this problem for a while. Like when your iPhone breaks and you like hand it in. Uh, to Apple and they're like we're gonna send you a refurbishment I'm always like man like I just want a new one yeah I don't I mean I guess I would just be cautious of buying an item used like a vending machine and like confirming that it actually works like before you spend the money on it I also question why this is Noel's job as an RA to deal with that, yeah that did not make sense it didn't make sense at all like it's kind of like there's um there is like somebody above RAs um, yes. that is uh, that is like responsible for actually this type of shit. And it's not the RAs. Yeah. But I love I love that it is in this case because Richard is so pissed off and he just says, man, you are so unfit to be an RA. I can't wait for evaluation. <laughs> And I just hope this never ends. I hope that Richard always is antagonistic towards Noel and always wants to just get him booted from being an RA. Because, again, did I make fun of Richard for not having fire safety in mind when he decided to light a barbecue in his dorm? Sure. Yes, of course. But I also love that he gets on Noel's case for dumb shit that doesn't matter because it's so funny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, Richard is a really funny character. He definitely acts as a foil. Mm -hmm. Um and it was it's just like really really fun to watch richard just like tell noel how ill-equipped he is for everything yeah and then of course we get sensa involved her, her and her uh russian family her russian mob family she's like oh yuri can handle this don't worry about it we'll handle it in the family way and it's like oh my god i thought the the russian mob storyline was going to be a one episode arc but apparently this is gonna like go deeper and my question to you sarah is i know this is the episode where like sensa like pretends that noel is her boyfriend are we ever going to get a sensa and noel hookup no it could happen we don't know <sighs> sensa is literally a russian mafia princess like noel can't get involved in this next thing you know like noel's gonna get tasked to like steal somebody's teeth and like leave teeth? like Yes, and like 
leave a note on the wall for money. Like, no, no one needs to keep out of this shit. I like don't fucking don't fuck with the mafia. Just don't do it. I loved it so much. Like, we'll we'll get into that. But before that, Felicity bumps into Blair and she's like so thrown off. She like drops her mail everywhere. She's like avoiding Blair and Blair knows. And he's like, oh, like, are we cool? Like, what's going on? And Felicity says, I saw you. I saw you kissing Tara in the stacks. Maybe you saw me too, which is why you keep asking if we're cool. And he's he completely lies he's like i wasn't even in the library yesterday how come i didn't see you and then he says what we said before where it's like oh you think all us black men look alike of course you would think it was me and felicity is just like so uncomfortable she she leaves it's like this is so awkward and i i understand felicity like questioning her own judgment of like was it him like was i like he seems so convincing. Was it actually him? God, this is incredibly awkward. And I think that, mm-hmm. like, especially as, like, a white, blondish woman, like, God, like, we, we don't want to – any anybody doesn't want to come off as racist, but especially somebody like Felicity who, like, is kind of like a foot-and-mouth person. Like, she doesn't mm-hmm. – she. this is just like – I mean, like, if somebody said that to me, I would just be like – I, like I would be speechless. Like I didn't. Yeah, don't what do you want it. Like how that? can I defend myself? Like I because like the more defensive you are, the worse you look. Like there's no winning in this situation. It was just terrible. Yeah. Uh, and then so Noel is like telling Felicity everything, or Felicity's telling Noel everything. They run into Sensa in the elevator, and I just want to know, um, what do we what do we think about Sensa telling Felicity she could get a lot of money for her hair? <laughs> she can i've talked about this before like um hair like real hair is uh very very precious and valuable Mm -hmm. uh usually i think even russian hair is like really known to be um really valuable so if she wants to if felicity wants to share uh share her maybe that's what happened to her hair eventually Mm-hmm. Yeah, she just, she I, yeah, exactly. Maybe she, she sold it. She shaves it. Yeah, yeah. Sounds like a good idea for to me. Like I think that that's exactly how to resolve. If you need money, sell your hair. Yeah. Jessica, you need to sell your hair. Um, I mean, it would depend on how much I would get for it if I would do it. You know what I mean? Like, if, what kind of money are we talking? And how much do I have to give? Do I have to give all of it? Um, well, enough to make a wig. Long. It's not that long. But I have a lot of hair, like, in general. But it's not that long. So I probably would have to shave it. Mm, I don't know that I would do it. It's like Jessica, you are wasting precious money. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Sell your hair. Sell your hair. Hey, Sarah. I know you've been really into reading lately, and you've gotten me into it as well. Yeah, well, you know what? Book of the Month made it really easy because Book of the Month – offers just a few new selections every month, saving readers the hassle of figuring out what to read. One of the biggest deterrents for me is that like when I go to the library, there's like thousands and thousands of books and I'm like, I I, I get I don't even know what to pick. Yeah, I'm I'm with you. They focus on new and emerging authors, which means these are books that we probably wouldn't have found out about otherwise, which is super nice. Yeah. And we also, um, I love having 
a really aesthetic bookshelf and the the books that we got it was like beautiful high quality hardcover books plus free shipping which came really quickly love free shipping uh you and i both chose the return of ellie black by amiko jean which is a thriller about a missing girl and i honestly i really i really couldn't put it down i think i read it in about a 48 hour time period it had twists it had turns kept me guessing the entire way through up until the very last page <laughs> so tell me what you liked about the book then yeah. Uh, it was it was really good. And I'm excited to dive into the other book that I have. Um, but the great thing is, Sarah, is that listeners can sign up for Book of the Month to discover new emerging authors by going to bookofthemonth.com and using code PEDALS for just $5. Wow. What a deal. Check out Book of the Month Club for all of your reading needs. Yeah, seriously. Every month you could get a new group of books that you just, you know, fall in love with. So go to bookofthemonth.com and use code PEDALS for just $5 and enjoy reading. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Speaking of hair, have you ever looked in a toaster to do your hair before? Wait, excuse me? Julia looks at her reflection in a toaster to do her hair. And I'm like, oh. girl, there, there's not a mirror nearby? You know, <laughs> you know I do. I uh, I have this little uh, lip gloss that it, I use as a mirror all the time. Does it have a mirror on it? No, it's just like the, the top is like mirrorized. It has like, oh, so I kind of do use like the back. Well, your phone, you have to use your I phone. I was going to say my phone. Actually, I have one of those phones that has the little spot where you can put a credit card if you open it. And there's a mirror also. So it's like a nice little compact if you need it. Look, girls find a way. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, if you need a mirror, there are options to do it. And a toaster seems like a very um a good option i love this scene because she's so worried so worried about um you know just like looking good for her mom and like not looking like a child and looking like cool and i feel like this is such like a sweet general like like genuine reaction to like just being nervous and like just trying to be like I want my mom to just think that I'm cool. Like I'm like, so I like really, really, really um, was feeling her like, like it was just so sweet and like genuine and sad because she doesn't know her mom and she just wants her mom to be like, to like be like, I don't know. Not proud of her. her probably. Yeah. Yeah. Something just like I, she wants her mom to like, think that she's worthy of a conversation even yeah but she Especially is of course like, she is she like doesn't want to look too young but she has all these like you know butterfly clips and barrettes in her hair and she's feeling really nervous but luckily she invites ben to go with her and he says yes so i honestly 
I think this was like a necessary step, not even just Ben, but like anybody like Felicity, anybody, I feel like you need to have someone there with you, not even just for like emotional, moral support, but safety reasons too. Like you don't know this person. If you're going to meet a stranger, you need to either have someone with you, tell someone where you're going, you know what I mean? Out of an abundance of caution in this like very crazy world. So I was so happy to see like Ben being supportive and offering to go with her. I thought that was like very, very cute. Yeah. Yeah. I was like before I was like, Ben offered to go with her, offered to go with her. And I'm glad that Mm -hmm. he did wind up going with her kind of wish. Um, like he offered right away, especially because like, she doesn't know who she's meeting up with, like for safety reasons, like Julie needs to go with somebody, but I'm glad that he wound up going. Yeah. Uh, Felicity is doing a little spy on Blair and Elena and she gets caught spying by Blair and his smile just like completely drops off his face and we're like we know you're guilty Blair you guilty motherfucker you look guilty Um, and then Noel is off to meet the Russian mob and it turns out Sensa has told them that he's her boyfriend because they worry about her at school and so in order to get the vending machines he has to pretend to be her boyfriend this is this is so nonsensical but whatever we'll accept it in our lives so it's not so okay so basically sensa needs to show that she has a boyfriend so that they can trust that sensa can be in new york in college on her own without being in like in danger but i mean sensa she basically could kill anybody and you know arm wrestle them so i wouldn't be afraid or worried if i was sensa's family but this is like once again like sensa's the baby she's a baby she's the only girl yeah and i think this is so funny like how welcomed noel gets like immediately they like double kiss him on the cheek uh they're like so happy to see him there i have to say I was expecting them to be a little, like, tougher on him, but I feel like they were so supportive, like, immediately, like, very much welcomed him with open arms, and I don't know why this whole, this whole, like, storyline cracked me up so much. I think it was the fact that Noel had to eat so many sausages, Um, but (laughs) (laughs) it was so funny. It was the sausages, and he had to, like, drink vodka and, like, arm wrestle everybody. It was really funny, and it was, like, very enjoyable because, like, I don't know like this like this is just not the sort of crowd that Noel hangs out with like no and he's not the day drinking type you know like but he has to do it to get these vending machines to get Richard off his back (laughs) it's so convoluted but it works so well (laughs) because it's like ridiculous like why okay Noel should not have to be responsible for the fucking vending machines so that doesn't make sense and then also it's just like uh, of all the people, like, why does he have to work with the freaking Russian mafia to get vending machines? But anyway, it really it's was so funny. Silly. I really, really liked it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, and then yeah. Uh, Ben and Julie are, like, standing outside. So apparently her mother is very successful because she owns a brownstone in New York City, yeah. which is very expensive. Yeah. Um, yeah, that is very impressive. And I think once again, it has to do with her owning her own architecture firm and like good for her, like good for being like a woman in architecture, owning her own property 
and owning her own business. Like very, very impressive. Yeah. But Julie is having second thoughts. They're like standing outside and she's just like, I don't even know what to say. Like, I don't know what to do. I don't want to do this. And Ben is like, I thought Ben was okay here. Like, he's like, oh, I thought, I thought you wanted to. And Julie's like, no, 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 no. I feel like maybe, I, I don't know, maybe he pushed like one step too far. Like, I probably would have been like, that's okay. Like, it's all on your timeline. Like, whenever you're comfortable, we can come back here at any time. I will come with you. I felt he could have like reassured her a little bit more in this moment instead of kind of pushing back. Like, oh, I thought you wanted to, you know? Because, like, obviously she's going through a lot right now. Yeah. I I think I, this was – I'm not surprised by this. Like, I think that to get, like, cold feet or get really nervous before, like, meeting someone as significant as, like, your birth mother that you've never met before, I'm not surprised she got cold feet. Of course, I was just like, I just want to, like, push you. Like, just go. But also, I don't know, showing up at her house – I mean, Ben did say, like, we can call her head. I don't know. She got spooked. I understand why. And, um, I mean, like, we'll continue it shortly. I, 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 I don't know. Like, do you think that, well, actually, I have no idea what I would do because I've never been in this situation. If you're Noel or if you're, um, if you're Julie. Or excuse me, not Noel, Ben. Oh, my gosh. Always. Yeah, Julie. Like, Ben is just trying to be a supportive boyfriend. That's all Ben's yeah. job. Like, if she wants to go, then she goes. If she, if he, if she doesn't want to go, then you don't go. Like, honestly, truly. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what I would do. I do think it would take me a lot to, like, build up the, build up the nerve to do it. Um, I probably would have had a similar reaction to Julie. I don't know. It's hard to say, like, without having being in that, without being in that situation myself. Um, but Noel, meanwhile, as we talked about, is eating too many sausages. Um, and it turns out that uh, Yuri isn't going to be able to make it to the um, the meeting. And so they're going to have to come back tomorrow. And Noel's like, we've been here for two hours. I've eaten seven sausages. I can't do this again tomorrow. <laughs> yes, plus the arm wrestling, plus the vodka, plus the um, everything else. But... Uh, the benefit is that her family loves him. They really do. They like love him immediately, which I thought was so fun and cute that they just had yeah. taken to him oh, so quickly. Oh, oh, and she lied and said that like he saved the entire dorm room and herself yes. from the fire. And they're yes. like, they're like, how do you save? Uh, what's her name? Svetlana. Uh, Sen Sensa. Sensa. How do you save Sensa from the, the fire? And he's like, well, I had to pick her up. And he like goes, like picks her yes. up. Puts her over the shoulder. Yeah, I remember really the dumpsters funny. haven't been emptied yet. They get emptied tomorrow. And they're below my window. <laughs> yes, this whole story. I mean, he <laughs> was feeling it. He was having a good time. He was drunk as a skunk. By the end of it, Day drinking baby on vodka, what a <laughs> on potato vodka that <laughs> was brewed in their bathtub. Yeah, and uh, so yeah, he's like not happy to go back tomorrow, but he's gonna do it because yeah. he needs those vending machines. There are worse things he'd have to do, you know. Like this is, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. Then Elena and Felicity are studying, and comes Tara because she's like, oh my gosh, our this is like 
very much a throwback to the 90s. Our favorite song is on the radio. Turn it on. Like back when you you could only listen to the song when it was on the radio or try to get it to like record it on your cassette tape. And so she runs in, she turns it on, and they have like a choreographed dance that they do to the to the song and i feel like for 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 felicity this was like confirmation of just how like close they are because let's face it we have not seen elena like this much out of her shell like ever i've never even seen elena do anything but study (laughs) and so she's like having a great time and so i think felicity's starting to like doubt herself she like sends a message to sally like oh i witness testimony is like very unreliable because of the human factor which yes is true but you know blair and you know you saw him and you know what tara looks like and you know you saw her like what kind of crazy coincidence would that be if the two people that you saw look just like blair and tara like i know, you know i know they're really it's really it's really impossible and then once again it's just like more complicated the more and more this goes on. Uh, yeah. So I don't now at this point, like I don't blame Felicity for not saying anything because it's just getting worse and worse. Um, I don't know, but she probably could have should have said something. Yeah. Yeah. It's ugh, it's awful. Um, But first, she's going to make out with Noel a little bit because he's day drunk. <laughs> Well, yeah. She says, are you drunk? And he says, no. Yes, but it's not my fault. He wanted me to feel like family, which is apparently with vodka and lots of sausage. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I had to pretend like I was her boyfriend. And she's like, what? And I love that Felicity is not jealous at all. She's like, yeah, she, she says, in fact, I'm, a, I'm it's just too sad. <laughs> <laughs> which I think is like really big of Felicity, but also, I don't know. I guess Felicity is kind of like you like you like he is so much of like a simp for her that there is no world where Noel will ever cheat on Felicity yeah I think it's that plus I think she's so like her mind is so far elsewhere with the Elena stuff that I think she's like I'm too busy dealing with that to talk about the fact that you're pretending to be someone's boyfriend (laughs) she just doesn't care which is like I am I can never get to the point of not caring I care too much um so now Elena comes up and is like I need to speak to you, which is like the worst. Like if you came to me and what well, you have and you're like, I have to speak to you. I'd be like, I'm fucked. And I, 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 I like the analogy that like uh, Felicity used of like, it felt like I was getting called to the principal's office. Like I yes. knew I was in trouble um, and it was terrifying. So she walks in and um, Blair Blair's a stupid fuck because he is guilty and he, for whatever reason, like he could have gone away with this kind of if like he just said nothing, but like he said in like a joking manner, like, oh, Felicity blamed me and Tara that we were making out like. Yeah, he he basically lies and says Tara was upset about her breakup. I was trying to make her feel better. We did the Noel thing where we tried to kiss on the cheek, but it was on the lips and it took us a second to pull away. And that's what Felicity saw. And Elena, the boss ass bitch that she is, was like, fine, show me. Show me how that mistake happened. I was like, this is a trap. And I, the funniest part was that like Felicity was like, well, 
I mean, like, Noel did it with his mom, so it could happen. Yeah, because Elena says, like, oh, is that what you saw? And yeah. Felicity's like, I don't know. I'm trying to remember. It could have been. It did happen to Nolan's mom once. And this is, like, I mean, this, I, I don't know. I feel like it, to get the truth out of Felicity, you probably should talk to her one-on-one -on -one because it's, yeah. like, a lot with Blair and Kara in the room, too. Yeah. Like, I you do. don't want to have to defend yourself in front of them. I know. That was, like, the move that was, like, wrong. But this is the part where I was, like, really happy that Elena, like, I expected Elena, first and foremost, to be, like, Felicity, why are you spreading rumors about Blair and Tara? Like, but she didn't yeah. do that. Like, she she wanted, she wasn't mad at Felicity for sharing this information. Yeah. Um, also, I think that she had, reckon like, a memory that... Felicity did try to tell her something about the library so that like maybe she knew because like also it's like well Felicity like why didn't you tell me um and I think it's because like she knew that maybe Felicity was trying to yeah. at one point but um but uh, like once again like like Elena doesn't really like she's not blaming anybody like she's trying to like put the trust at this point in Tara and Blair and she's very quick to forgive them mm -hmm. which does confuse Felicity um right. but I don't know what would like like is for you like would your significant other and your best friend if this happened to you like would they be like, would you forgive them this quickly? Because I don't no. think I could. Never. No. Even if it was an accident. And, like, the – it, I think the damning uh, phrase in this whole thing, if you're believing Blair at least, is the it took us a second to pull away. It's like yeah. – the fuck why like why did it take you a second <laughs> yeah like what what was that second what was happening in that second like why did it take you a second i feel like that is what my brain would like uh cling on to is that like phrase um but i do need to back up for one second before we get too far down the whole elena blair thing because we find out that felicity's only gone to the principal's office one time and it was because a boy called her Felicio Porter. And, <laughs> and she put 27 packets of salt into his orange juice cup. <laughs> and I'm not going to lie that the fact that she was called Felicio Porter did crack me up in a very childish way. <laughs> oh, so basically you want to bully Felicity. Uh, no, I just want to laugh at the fact that there was a kid that called her Felicio because no kid knows what Felicio means. <laughs> I think that they do. I well, think like, uh, that young teenage boys yeah i think that I mean, wait well boys. how old did she say how old she was when this happened i think that she, i mean i don't know i assumed uh, a teenager but principal's office one time fourth grade fourth oh. graders don't know the word fellatio okay yeah yeah i i don't know maybe it doesn't track maybe she Some was like spread like maybe she was just like fourth grade plus four maybe she was in eighth grade <laughs> she just doesn't know the math on how old she was when this happened yeah Maybe she was 14. Yeah. Maybe that's why she's <laughs> confused. Yeah. So Felicity is really stuck between a rock and a hard place. Um, and uh, and then we get this like really ridiculous scene between Noel and Ben, which again, I love the one-sided rivalry. This is like my absolute favorite thing, and I hope it lasts forever. Where Ben is getting a payday, and Noel says, Oh, I never pictured you as a payday kind of guy. And Ben's response is so it's such a sick burn but it's so subtle where he goes you picture me 
Like, oh, so you think about me often. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, oh, these are actually for Julie. Uh, which this is like, so again, like Noel is having issues with the vending machine. He can't, he can't get the the candy to drop. But this tiny scene cracked me up so much. He's like, you picture me? <laughs> like, what a weirdo. <laughs> yeah. Ben is kind of like the king of you know a little bit of like indifference towards noel and noel cares so much yeah it's so funny um but ben goes to talk to julie and they're talking about he like she didn't come over last night which is like we know like the first time in like a few months that she hasn't spent the night at ben's uh and he says like oh maybe you should like write her a letter like take some time off from this and Julie is like very defensive about this. I don't, I just don't think she's like in the mood to hear advice on what she should do with this. No, no. And honestly, it's something so personal that like when she's ready to do whatever she wants is the right time. Yeah, exactly. And like you, you understand both sides of it, right? Like you understand like Ben wanting to help and you know what I mean? But also like, but this is my life. This is my thing. Like, I don't necessarily need your opinion right now. So I, I get it. I get why Julie is being a little like defensive about the whole situation. Yeah. Um, yeah. and he said, he does say like, Oh, I, I worry about you. Like I care. Like, I don't want you to go up to her door. And then she just like rejects you. And then like, how are you going to take that? Once again, that's her business. She has a counselor that she goes to weekly and yeah. she and her counselor can work through that pain of rejection together. How about that, yeah. Ben? How about, about that? I do think he's just trying to be helpful. No, I do. Like, I do. I do. I totally agree. I do. Think like, I feel she's... like she needs to hear some of this, you yeah. know? I do think that he's just trying to be helpful, but also I kind of have trust in Julie that she knows what she's doing. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um. So, uh, so after that, we... Oh my gosh. We are like watching. It's basically all three, Elena Blair and Tara are all kind of like, they're just like hanging out or no, sorry. This is, this is earlier Um, where Blair invites Elena to like some jazz club mm-hmm. and Elena like is certainly being a little cold, like giving him a little bit of the cold shoulder about this whole thing. And he's like, oh, how long are you going to kick me to the curb? And it's like, first of all, bitch, this literally just happened. Yeah, like and- a second ago. It's not like it's been like three months of you yeah. like behaving yourself. Uh, it just happened. Uh so, but Elena says that to Felicity that she's just like making him sweat. Like she definitely forgives him and Tara, like, and like the line that I keep saying, like, oh, like if you can't trust your friends, who can you trust? And yeah. um, Felicity decides that she wants to be like an undercover journalist and go straight to the memory guy and be like, remember like those people that were making out, um, have they ever made out? before over there in your spot and the guy was like yeah like three other times so this Uh, shows felicity that this whole thing was not just like some random mistake of like bumping into each other this was like an intentional makeout session that um so then she goes back to elena and elena now has a little bit of resistance towards like what you're just gonna like listen to some random guy in the library like you know, like, these are my friends. Like, I trust them. And, um, and Elena, I think the important indication is when Elena says, like, 
if what you're saying is true, not only can I not trust my boyfriend, but I also can't trust my like BFF from way back. And that is like yeah. something that I'm not willing to like come to grips with at this moment. Yeah. I mean, like that's really, really hard to come to the realization that yeah. two people that you have love for and trust, you yeah. can't, especially like your best friend that you've been friends with for like a really long time. Like the boy, like Blair, like, yeah, whatever. Like you have been dating him for a few months. Like that will sting. Yeah. That does suck. But like your best friend. That's, that's way up. harder. Yeah. And uh, also shouts out to the incredible Elena who gives the advice of don't touch the door handles in bathrooms because they're dirty as fuck. And to this, I say. Definitely don't touch the door handles in bathrooms. I've been using mm. paper towels between my hand and that door handle for years now. And the, the good bathrooms will always put their trash cans right near the door so that you can mm. toss the towel as soon as you get that door open. Okay. I got to tell you something. I don't do that. And I've yeah. never gotten COVID and I barely get sick. So maybe you just need to get a better immune system. Have you thought about that? I also haven't gotten COVID and barely get sick. So we don't know which one is the one. <laughs> I just saw you blow your nose, you sniffly fuck. I have allergies how do you know it's allergies it's probably semen allergies it's semen allergies probably <laughs> i haven't been in a public restroom today or yesterday <laughs> i don't know what to say like, i just want to say that i think that you just need to build up your immune system oh don't touch door handles in bathrooms they're so gross my life is fine i have like oh I have hand sanitizer. I wash my hands. Well, like... I'm very happy that you have hand sanitizer. That's a good thing. Definitely. Yeah. Um, But <laughs> uh, the other thing worth bringing up is Julie borrowed Felicity's tape recorder. So thank God we're not going to be hearing more of her soliloquies to freaking Sally. Um, Because <laughs> her idea do. was she's like, I'm having trouble. And I think this is genius, Sarah. Like, if you're having trouble writing down your thoughts, if you're speaking them out loud, generally they're going to come out a little more genuine, a little more like off the cuff, you know, top of mind sort of thing. You're allowed to ramble a little bit easier because your hands don't have to keep up with your thoughts. Yeah. Um, so I love this idea. Uh, she starts talking. And so her mom's name is Carol. And she starts talking about like she was born and she's her daughter. And she talks about like her life and her friends, uh, but there's always something missing. Like she's always wondered, like there's no one that looks like me. She want to know where her brown eyes came from. Like, does my mom's nose turn up at the end? Why do I like guitar? Uh, why do I have like, she's just such a humble brag here. Like, why do I eat so many candy bars and never gain an ounce? Like, all right, yeah, bitch. <laughs> that's where she lost me. I was like, <laughs> I was like, she's so relatable. She just wants to know, like, where she comes from and her background. And then she's like, I can eat so many candy bars and not gain any weight. I'm like, well, fuck you, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> that was so funny. Um, so, so yeah. I don't know. I was just like, I thought this was a great idea, though. The ability to just record a message to her mom. Um, meanwhile, uh, Noel gets the vending machines. The jig is up, though, in that of the brother Sansa's brother knows that it's not yeah. you know her actual boyfriend but he's okay with it because he's like obviously yeah. she has a good friend because if um you do this and you're just her friend then like obviously she has somebody that he she can trust and uh yeah. he's still like part of the family but he's the only one that knows like since his dad still thinks that um that's right 
that's but uh, I, I like the brother's line of thinking though that like if you're willing to like lie about this and obviously like you must be a decent enough friend to her and like I hope they do maintain their friendship because I really love this like Noel being a part of the Russian mafia storyline so I hope it continues because it's so silly and ridiculous yeah I enjoy watching it as well yeah um so now now we get to the point where elena knows what she knows because of felicity and it's her blair and tara just kind of like hanging out together and then tara and blair have the audacity to have like a little flirty moment in front of elena are you kidding yeah it's really 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 fucked up like why are they doing this i don't understand why is blair like stringing elena along like what's the point like why is tara doing this against like elena's back like it's just like it's just kind of gross like i just feel like they're doing it to like fuck with her yeah it's really fucked up like if you're that good of a friend you definitely first of all you shouldn't cheat on your you know cheat with your uh friend's boyfriend but also like the audacity to then flirt in front of her is really fucked up uh and uh and yeah it, i just i was so angry about it um but felicity and noel are hanging out and noel is like reading the manual for the vending machine <laughs> like <laughs> well i mean he worked really hard on it he wants to make sure he knows how to use it properly yeah. uh he's very proud of his vending machine it's it's a very fancy vending machine for the time it it keeps things cold on both sides oh yeah those are the fancy ones definitely yeah. Yeah. um julie goes to her mother's office oh. because she's just gonna drop off the tape which mm-hmm. she you know i mean well, I, listen you can't blame her for wanting to sneak a little peek you know of course not and the actress that they got to play um julie's like most likely mother nailed it out like hit it out of the park looked just like her in my opinion i thought they did an incredible job with that like i had personally no doubt in my mind that that was her birth mother like what do you think like and obviously like julie saw it too I 100% agree. I think the, per- the the woman they cast looks enough like Julie to where we're like, okay, this guy must have been right. Like, she looks so yeah. much like her. And exactly what I wanted to have happen happened where the receptionist, uh, administrative assistant, thinks that uh, Julie is there for, like, some internship like, position, like, to ap- apply for an internship. And Julie's like, no, no, I'm just here to, like, drop this off. And then she lays eyes on, you know – who we all think is her mom carol and carol looks at her really quickly and then looks away and julie's like oh yeah i'll take an application and i'm like Mm. yes i'm living for the drama living for it i feel like carol definitely had some recognition of right like her eyes lingered a little too long yeah not necessarily like oh you're my daughter but more of like the like oh like there's some kind of connection familiar yes um yeah and for her to get the internship would just be like really interesting as well <gasps> that internship is a thousand percent unpaid oh i mean all the internships are yeah well not all but well that, in this day and age right time. yeah yeah uh once again architecture is a scam uh don't do it but anyway so i'm really excited to see the storyline um progress i'm really interested in seeing what comes about this 
Yeah. And this is such a great setup. Like this is an incredible setup for the season that I was not expecting that I'm very, very, very excited about. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm really interested. I hope that like at least at the very least it's like it's okay. Like I hope that. Oh, yeah. I think I hope that like she doesn't get hurt. Yeah, a hundred percent. I think that would be the worst case scenario. But I mean, we I think we just have to be hopeful at this point, right? Like yeah. we just have to kind of, you know, cross our fingers, hope for the best, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh so then this and this this is where I was like, this is the juice, this is the tea, this is everything I wanted. And I I was sitting in my chair, like, please, please, please let this be what I think it's going to be. Elena calls Blair and she's like, I have work to do. I can't go to the jazz thing, whatever. And in my head, I was like, please, please, please go see who yeah. he brings. Please. It's a you setup. Know he's going to bring her. It's a setup. So she says that they, uh, Felicity and Elena go to the jazz. And once again, I'm like really happy that like Elena is not blaming Felicity because yes. I just feel like that is like kind of like the trope to do is exactly. blame the messenger. Um, but they go, they wait, and they see Blair leave. Tara's there. They're like holding each other. I think that there's another kiss. There's yep. the confirmation she does the, that we need. She gets the even more intimate moment of when like you you hug someone from behind, which yeah. to me is like a sign of true intimacy because if like if you're not comfortable with that person, your reaction would be to be like, ah, who's that? Yeah. But like you, if you lean into it, that is a sign of true, true intimacy. In my yeah. Opinion. Yeah. And Elena knows. And although it hurts, at least she has her true friend, Felicity, to be there for her and to support her. And yes. I say brava. Brava to everybody. Yeah. And Julie, uh, we get like a little montage. Julie goes to stay with Ben. Like, seems like she's like, um, she says she's sorry. Like, she understands that he was trying to help her. Uh, so she goes in. And yeah, like, poor, poor Elena just got cheated on. She doesn't even like go and confront them. She's just like, you know, she's crying and Felicity is there for her. Which again, I was very happy that she brought um, Felicity along on this like sting operation. Uh, and I like that when... When she approaches Felicity about it, she's like, I know I don't have any right, like, for, with the way I, like, yelled at you and everything, but, like, do you mind coming out with me? Like, I just, I could use your company right now. And I thought it was, like, I th- I loved that. Like, I love that being the way to approach it and Felicity being very quick to be, like, I understand. Yes, I will. I will come yeah. with you. Big of everybody. Once again, you, it's, like, so hard to ask for help, but, like, you build your community up and, like, the people that support you, like, l- let like lean on the community that you've built for yourself. So ask for help. It's okay. Yeah. Um, and uh, what else? Oh, there was one other- oh, you know what I don't care about though? Me. I don't give a single fuck about if Sally's ever cheated on her fiance. Oh my died. God. Okay. So <laughs> no one okay. Cares, Sally. I'm going to try to do something. You okay. want to have like a thought experiment? Yes. Okay. So Sally and Felicity don't have conversations they just talk at each other so i'm gonna have like a conversation with you and instead of being like any sort of sympathetic or empathetic i just want you to talk back at me about yourself because sally makes everything about herself so i'm gonna be like jess i'm really struggling with the fact that i lost my dad 15 years ago 
oh, my dad is just the best. You know, we have the best relationship. <laughs> He's going to help me remodel my house this year. <laughs> I wish that I had a way to remodel my house. I'm really struggling with money these days. Oh, my gosh, money. Let me tell you about it. <laughs> All you need to do is throw a little bit in your savings every week, and then you'll have enough to save up for something. <laughs> You know what? I saved for like my own new purse. I'm really happy about owning a new purse. Oh, I hate purses. <laughs> no, but <laughs> but the thing, yeah. So like, it's like somehow these two people never engage in an actual conversation. They just make everything back around about them, which is yes. like not the mark of friendship. Yeah, it is so so funny like i just she's the worst like i don't care about literally anything she says <laughs> one time i cheated on my boyfriend like, that who died cares? who cares no one asks you bitch it's just like whatever felicity <sighs> says she's just like well actually this time i did this it's it's she's like a one-upper she really is she's the one-upper in the conversation and it's even worse because you're like because there's a delay and like when you're sending her your part of the conversation until you hear back, you're like, I can't wait to hear her takes on what I just told her. And instead she's just talking about herself the entire time. <laughs> it's infuriating. I think, I think like she Sally said like literally once, like, I'm proud of you for going through this. It's like the time that I. Yes. It's like <laughs> Sally, shut the fuck up. I really cannot with her. Oh I really God. can't. <sighs> this is um, why these idiots just need to go on the phone. I mean, yeah, yeah. They just need to have a conversation on the phone oh and then God, be like, Sally, shut terrible. the fuck up for 10 full minutes, please, please. <laughs> um, Actually, please. it reminds me of the time where I had to shut the fuck up for 10 minutes and I did it and I was really proud of myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, We need to award a winner this That episode. reminds me of the time where I rewarded a winner. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, i thought that i picked the best winner oh my god um ugh, the fact that we gave blair a point a few episodes ago makes me like disgusted with myself um the time that i was disgusted <laughs> with myself. i'm gonna i mean like i really want to give this point to noel for being part of the russian mafia but you got to give it to julie for going out for comfort zone or elena for game i was actually thinking elena yeah i give it to elena because also elena hasn't gotten a point yet and i feel like she's really earned it like a few different times so uh, let's give our point to elena um and then let's get into some uh some feedback we have um i can't i can't wait to hear to hear our feedback for this episode i hope it's as everyone ranting and raving about sally but probably won't be i just i'm really fucking over her i gotta say like i understand it as like a plot device and everything but like fuck off sally Get out of here. Yeah, there's this one time where I had a friend and I eventually told her to fuck off. <laughs> one, day, one day you will. Um, okay, let's hear uh, what Temi has to say about this episode. I have a friend named Temi. Hi, ladies. Uh, who are some meaningful guest stars um, for you? It could be shows in the 90s or after or before. Um, for me, when I was thinking about the answer to this question, I was thinking about Urkel, Steve 
uh, Steve Urkel, played by played by Jaleel White. Uh, he was a guest star, and then he became so important to the show. Uh, I thought about Violet, uh, Screech's girlfriend on Saved by the Bell, played by Tori Spelling. Um, I'll leave some of the um, guest stars on Friends and other shows to you. <laughs> and I thought of the song Mama by Spice Girls when I saw uh, Jane Kaczmarek in the episode. Thanks. Bye. Good song, Mama. Interesting. Uh, Mama. Okay, I have one if you need a few moments. Yeah, go ahead. My favorite guest star of a series has to be Brendan Fraser, who played the character character Ben Sullivan in Scrubs. Now, <gasps> Ben... Devastating! Was- you picked the saddest one! But it was the best episodes because Ben was um, was uh, Jordan's brother and uh, Dr. Cox's best friend. Mm-hmm. And it was like the only person that you really saw Dr. Cox like, like open up with and like soften up with at that point, especially at that point, because it was like. I think it was like the um, the first couple of seasons, and he was like you know kind of like a hard ass, but like Brendan Fraser always saw through it, and then eventually he like died. Uh, spoiler alert! And um, it was like such a sad episode because like Doctor Cox was like really opening up, and then like you didn't know that he was dead. But at the end of the, at the end of the episode, they played Hallelujah, which I think was the song that you were talking about the other day. I love that song. Yes. And um, it was just like such a great story arc, and it was very devastating to find out that he died and how like broken yeah. Doctor Cox was over it. Yes, um, I I feel like the I guess I don't have like a specific guest star. I have more of a show that routinely brought on guest stars, which like Friends is always what sticks out to me because as the show got more and more famous, they got more and more famous celebrities to like be on like when Jennifer Aniston was dating Brad Pitt he was on when Jennifer Aniston was dating Bruce Willis he was on uh like remember when um uh Reese Witherspoon and Christina Applegate played her sisters yes I'm just saying like all of the guest stars they had on that show were so so famous and when I was a kid watching I didn't realize but like now when I go back and watch episodes I'm like holy shit like this is kind of incredible the 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 caliber of celebrities that they got to guest on the show um so that's the show that sticks out to me uh in terms of like you know there were like you said there's so so many really good ones um i'm just trying to what um, why am i blanking on her name um pretty woman uh julia roberts thank you julia roberts like she guest starred on it a few times like there were so many good guest stars on that show um yeah. yeah And the 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 reference to Mama by Spice Girls was such a deep pull. Remember, you know I I I don't know that song. No, yeah, go, so. it's like Mama, I love you, Ma. It's uh, it's actually it's in uh the Spice World the movie. It's oh. when they were they were daydreaming about being moms. Oh yes, I remember. And they're that all scene. like pregnant. Remember that? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, and we also got feedback from DBK, so let's hear what he has to say. What up, though, ladies? Okay, um, couple quick clarifications. I hate to do this Whoa. to you, Jess, but ah! uh, Noel and Hannah were in an open relationship. Oh, yeah. Yes, we know, um, we know. Said in the episode, he makes it very clear that they had an arrangement where they could see other people. 
So uh, in no way did Noel cheat on Hannah, but let's let's just pretend he did. Um, Hannah was also seeing a guy back in Chicago. She clarified that they hadn't had sex yet. So clearly she was also kissing a dude. So, I mean, Hannah's not a nice girl if Noel's not a nice guy. But, I mean, I'm sure, you know, the double standard, we'll just let that slide. But, yeah, I just wanted to clarify that Noel wasn't in an open relationship, so he never cheated on Hannah. He never did anything wrong. And Hannah was free to do whatever she wanted to do with that guy in Chicago. Just wanted to clear that up. Anyways, <laughs> I'm going to check out the episode, and I'm going to send in the feedback. Peace. Okay. okay. So that was just a, a corrections corner from DBK. Yes, yeah. we – Tom was right. We also heard from someone else that, yes, indeed. I don't remember uh, that, but – if you I don't either. So. Like the thing is that the fact that we both didn't catch it is wild. I think I was just red hot with rage. Um, when he even tried to explain to Felicity, like Felicity stands up in the restaurant. I was Felicity standing yeah. up in the restaurant, <laughs> just like not willing to hear him out. <laughs> That's a good point. Um, but let's let's hear DBK's feedback on on this episode. What up, though, ladies? Okay, a lot happened in this episode. This was the episode also I was talking about that hopefully turned the corner on Felicity for you guys. Yeah. So we have Donna Logue at the beginning of the episode randomly popping up. Weird cameo, but okay. (laughs) Um, Yeah, then we see Felicity sees Blair kissing this girl in the stacks. We find out later is Elena's friend from back home. Uh, We have the whole side stuff with Julie and Ben and Julie finding her adoptive mom, who is Malcolm in the Middle's mom. Like, great. <gasps> That's who Props she to the is. Casting director for that. We have Noel getting a vending machine because Richard is mad at the beginning <laughs> that he bought two crappy ones, and Sansa says she can help out with it. And then there's the whole funny like side side mission that Noel is like with her crazy family. I like that stuff. It was pretty funny. Um, and then yeah, we get the whole like Felicity and Elena thing. I'm curious to see where you guys fell on this because like I'm sure you didn't want her to tell because that would be the Badinsky move, and like you guys don't like Badinsky Felicity, but like that's your girl, you Jess Elena. So like you would probably want Felicity to tell her, but like that's the Badinsky move. So, but then, like, you, you yeah, I'm pausing this for just a second because I do think there's a difference here. Felicity normally is a Bedinsky for her own like selfish reasons. This is like a selfless Bedinsky because you're jeopardizing your friendship with Elena to tell her the truth. So mm-hmm. I don't think it's like I don't think it's a true Bedinsky, you know. Um. All right. Let's let's get back to DBK. You don't want her to do that, and then like, yeah, and then like. She doesn't because she lets everyone talk her out of it. But then Elena pulls her in because I guess Blair gave himself up. Is that like what happened? I'm always like confused why Blair would give himself up. Yeah. He, like you pulled the race card and like scared Felicity. So I don't know. Stupid. But Felicity was a great friend to the Elena this episode. So hopefully you guys are turning the corner. All right. Until next week, ladies. Peace. I don't have beef with Felicity. No, I think I'm, I think I've like, I've softened to her a bit. I think like the last few episodes have done her wonders, in my opinion, to make her more likable in general. Yeah. Maybe they got some feedback. Like maybe they had a focus group and we were like, ooh. <laughs> we need to make her more likable. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, also, I'm like enjoying the fact that uh, Noel is used as like the uh, comedic 
relief in these episodes. Like, I think that Scott Foley has the chops for it. And, like, while everybody else is dealing with their dramatics, we always have Noel making us laugh. So, good for Noel. Yeah. Um, just an FYI for next week, we're going to be covering two episodes. There's a part one, part two situation happening here. Todd Mulcahy, who a whole episode named after this man. No idea who he is. Um, two episodes dedicated to him. We have told Todd Mulcahy part one and Todd Mulcahy part two. Um, so we're going to cover episodes 13 and 14 next week. So don't forget if you want to listen as you watch to watch two episodes. I won't. Um, I won't forget. Yeah, Sarah, don't forget. I might uh, forget. So that, that is <laughs> that's next week. Uh, in the meantime, of course, we have Buffy coverage dropping every Thursday. Very exciting. We're really enjoying it. So catch us there. Come along for the ride. Uh, and uh, yeah, we're finishing up Jam in Or no, actually, we finished up Jam in January. And now we're in Rom-Com Feb, Frisky Feb, however you want to refer to it. And we're going to have some Drew Barrymore specials coming up with Wedding Singer and Never Been Kissed. So really exciting things on the horizon. If you want to be incredible like TB, DBK and Temi, send us in a voicemail, shit90spod.com, or send us in an email, uh, shit90spod at gmail.com is where you can hit us up. Sarah, anything else you would like to add, promote, talk about? No. Get off your chest? No. No, okay. I don't think. I think I'm good. But okay. I appreciate the opportunity. You're welcome. Uh, and that's where you can find me at the Jess Sterling, Sarah at Sarah Ferguson on uh, Twitter, Instagram, you know, all the all the things. Um, and until next week, we hope everyone has a good one and talk to you then. Bye. Just ask. Shit 90 shows taught me. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound. All with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.